재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Whether you win an Oscar or not It's definitely good to be in the limelight Oh my gosh, I hope nobody jumps the shark while announcing the winners this time uh, I'm not sure if you use that phrase correctly Well, pardon my English Yes, pardon my English. Hopefully I said certain terms and phrases correctly. If not, then maybe we'll just jump right into their meanings and their origins. All to do with the film and theater this week. Let's start off with to be in the limelight. To be the center of attention. Yes. Uh, Some people are attracted to the limelight and some people are. It's like kryptonite to them. Yeah. No, it burns. Uh, I think I grew up attracted to the limelight to some degree. As I get older, yeah. though, it's more like something that I'm just like, oh, no. In certain situations, like if I was on the stage, uh-huh. I want the spotlight, the limelight on me. But then if I'm in a group of people just like out and about, I hate having attention put on me. But then again, I like having a good time. And my laugh is maybe, really loud. Maybe, though, as you, as you go through your – progress through your career – Once you get paid to be in the limelight, Maybe. when you're in public and it's just like, this is not, this is not real limelight, people. <laughs> That's right. You're not getting money for this. <laughs> for uh, example, we could say my brother loves being in the limelight, but I get really nervous on stage. Hmm. You could also say once news breaks, our company will be in the limelight for years. Yeah. I wonder if it's good news or bad news. Probably doesn't matter because all publicity is good publicity, sure. they say. Now, where does this limelight, where, where does it come from? Is it because it's green? Does it actually come from lime? A shining lime? Who knows? Let's take a look. Okay. The origins of in the limelight are linked to a type of stage lighting that was popular in the 19th century. The lime in limelight is a chemical compound which creates an extremely hot flame. Mm. And in 1837, limelight was used for the first time to illuminate a stage at London's Covenant Garden. Covent Garden. During the second half of the 19th century, theaters regularly utilized the powerful form of light to spotlight specific actors on an area of the stage, as well as create special effects such as sunlight or moonlight. And eventually it extended its meaning to be the center of attention. But seriously, have you ever been in the center with the spotlight on you? It gets hot. Yes. It really does. So, I mean, you actually feel this lime, the extremely hot flame on you. And if there are more lights on you, of course, it gets hotter and hotter. So in the wintertime, if you have any sort of filming or any sort of theater and you're thinking, oh, I got to wear so many layers and you end up going on stage, mm-hmm. you are sweating down to your tippy toes. That's why you always got to get the, uh, you got to get repowdered before you go on stage. Yeah, Kind of hold true. everything in place. I don't know how makeup works, but that's what they tell me. To dry you, you off. Gotta put, I just put powder on. You gotta put more on. Yeah. Maybe they were just pulling. <laughs> baby powder. <laughs> That's what they use. Turn yeah, right. Super white as you go onto the stage. Uh, moving on to our next uh, word. Jump the shark. Now I know I didn't say it in the right way. Basically, reach a point at which far-fetched events are included merely for the sake of novelty. Indicative of a decline in quality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely can be seen. In film or or TV shows, series, and things like that. For example, this TV show really jumped the shark when the girl died while laughing. Like, okay, how does that even... Did you want to just keep the 
the spirit of killing people off as a novelty. Some shows are like that, don't they? Like Game of Thrones. I actually haven't seen an episode of it, but it seems like their thing is to kill people off. It's like, all right, already. But is that get... jumping the shark? Does that show that the uh, that they're just desperate to get more views and it's declining in quality? Or I think so. That's kind of from the beginning they, they killed people off. But if once it gets like too repetitive, it's like – for oh. me, whatever it is, even like a sport, uh, a twist in a plot, if it's done every single episode, it's not even shocking anymore. I think, yeah, exactly. I think uh, jumping the shark for Game of Thrones would be like instead of killing off like one of the oh the main character. I thought he was the main character, and now he's not in the show anymore. It'd be like if if someone comes in and kills like an entire kingdom. I've not seen Game of Thrones, so See, neither have I. <laughs> but if they come and they kill like a kingdom. That contains like 10 of the main characters and the whole cast change. Like, all right, all right. That's jumping the shark. Yeah. But maybe for those who don't know what jumping the shark means, we should go into a little bit more detail about what this is and why it uh, even became a phrase so that people can understand. Okay. Well, the phrase uh, jump the shark is said to come from the American TV series Happy Days mm-hmm. in an episode called Hollywood that aired in 1977. So there's a scene from this episode where a character known as the Fonz... Fonzie is challenged to jump over a shark. Now, of course, he's hesitant at first, but is quickly peer pressured by those around him to accept the challenge. Now, out on the water, Fonzie has his water skis on and is being pulled behind a boat, moving forwards towards the shark's location. Now, this scene was as ridiculous uh, of a plot device that marked the beginning of a decline in the ratings of the show. Now, today, this phrase is applied to TV shows, movies, video games, and among other things. But isn't that kind of embarrassing for the creators of that show, and especially for the Fonz? For, exactly. To have that whole you know uh, phrase My, created because of your episode? Celebrity sighting. I was in L.A., and I did run into Henry Winkler no, outside you did of... Not. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, I think I said this on air before, you did, too. You did, and you didn't remember his name. Yeah, I didn't remember his name. And even now I had to like look it up again. And you were like, I recognize him from Arrested Development, but good Yeah, thing, and you didn't even recognize him from yeah, Happy Days. He, yeah, he, no, I recognized him from Happy Days. Oh, you didn't say that he was from Happy Days. Like well, the I guy from Arrested Development. Because that, that's my favorite show. Minor role that But he you know had. what? Maybe he was refreshed because, you know, like when I pointed him out, he was like, oh gosh, here it comes again. Hey, jump the shark. <laughs> you know, like people probably yelled at him all oh. the time. <laughs> yeah. Nice car, Henry. What are you going to do with that? Jump a shark? Did you? No, I'm just saying. Good thing that it didn't. <laughs> I think he would have jumped you. I think so. Yeah. Moving on to our, our last phrase, gangbuster. Uh, basically, a police officer or other person who takes part in breaking up criminal gangs. Or also, very successful, especially commercially. <laughs> I see. She tries not to come in like a whirlwind or gangbusters at and turn things upside down. Or the restaurant did a gangbuster business. Business. Yep. All right, let's explain where this came from. The term originates with a 1936 radio series called Gangbusters. Mm-hmm. The name refers to the actual gangbusters in the show, which are FBI agents that would break up organized crime syndicates. The radio show was on the air for over 20 years, and its sound effects of police sirens and screeching tires that opened the show were dramatic and exciting, which inspired the expression, coming on like gangbusters. So later, it extended its meaning to describe things that are not just exciting, but also successful and intense. Yeah, maybe we should revamp things. I want people to be like, yeah, when Panita and Lee come on air, they come on in like gangbusters. You know what? We're changing the title of the show. 
waking the up. The wake up busters. <laughs> waking up with the gang busters. See, that's something that she would want to be known for. I mean, get, if you want a phrase named after you guys or named after some part of you, it's got to be gangbusters, not jumping the shark. Ooh. I like that, though. Guys, let us know if you'd like us to change your name from crew to gangbusters. Waking up with the gangbusters. It's I the like wake it. up gangbusters. It's got a good ring to it. Well, in any case, so that was part of my English. Hopefully you memorize these uh, terms and add it to your vocab. We'll leave you guys with Soyoung-un. Here is Young Gugi Gutnan Hu.